Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode with me today. It's been a long time. I know it's been a few weeks, but I've just been taking this time for myself and trying to recoup and recover from the year that was. And today's episode is basically going to be me kind of doing a year in my life wrapped. So almost like Spotify wrapped, but for me and the things that I've kind of discovered or learned about myself or gone through but like in condensed form so i'm very keen sit back relax enjoy and listen to the chaos that was my life um on a side note i have recently discovered that i want to unlearn the thing of saying that i'm chaotic and my love like my life is chaotic purely because i feel like i'm attracting a lot of chaotic energy by by saying that and putting it out there where in fact, like as much as I thrive in the sense of chaos and a lot going on in my life, I do think I'm someone who at their core wants and craves stability and actually thrives in a very stable environment. So I'm changing my mindset. As much as I have been chaotic in the past and you know my track record shows clearly, I think that I've I've learned that I can be stable in chaos you know what i'm saying so just a side note and now let's get into my year wrapped um where do i start so i think i'm just gonna go through like my different eras this year so at the beginning of 2022 i was in a very much raw place like very vulnerable very optimistic though because i think i'd fully accepted my breakup and had come to terms with the fact that now there was this endless endless room for possibilities and things to happen and for me to achieve everything I'd ever wanted um, it was almost as if I just saw myself in a room full of doors that could potentially open and that's how I viewed it like I was very very excited Um, I said to myself that the first half of 2022 was going to be my year of yes or my months of yes I was just going to say yes to everything and think about the consequences and deal with the repercussions of it later because I felt like I had come into myself in the sense of knowing who I am after being completely broken down and so I was like let me say yes to everything I'm, I was full of hope, I was optimistic, and I was like, this is a chance for me to rebrand my entire self and my entire identity. And so I did the craziest things in the first half of 2022, but wholesome crazy. Like, um, I genuinely was living out everything I said I wanted to. Like, I remember my best friend called me to Cape Town for his birthday and I went I went I was there and back within less than 24 hours and my parents didn't know about it only my friends knew about it like a few of them and I had the best best time like I was just living the life that I one day wanted and it was so cool to live out that identity and be so free and just live without consequence I said yes to dating people that I wouldn't usually and yes to situations that I wouldn't usually like 
I had friends with benefits that kind of taught me so much about myself and the place I was at genuinely like on an emotional level in terms of availability and stuff like that um I learned so much about myself and the first half of the year was my therapy era so I know a lot of people are so skeptical about therapy and they don't really feel like it makes a difference and in the beginning I can't lie I didn't feel like there was that like huge difference in my life like I didn't I couldn't see it because as it turns out I am a very very self-aware person in terms of I know my flaws I know my shortcomings I know the things that people say about me I know the way that I perceive myself I'm very aware of all the issues that lie beneath the surface and all the the events that have contributed to who I am both good and bad like I have this thing of like compartmentalizing it in my head um, and I'm very very aware of them so for me therapy was just me reiterating the things that I already knew but what therapy did for me after a few times was actually provide me with so much freedom freedom to be who I was truly freedom to speak my thoughts and vocalize things and the freedom to put down some of my baggage because I think with the thing of having so much self-awareness there is so much weight that comes with it like I was starting to feel very heavy as a person because everything was amalgamating into everything else um, and so with therapy, I just learned by saying something out loud and vocalizing where it comes from and why it's like that in my life and why things have been that way, I kind of put a bag down at a time with each issue that kind of had amalgamated into the other. Like I just slowly put one by one every one of the things that was disturbing me and affecting my self-image, which was the reason I started going to therapy, so I started putting those things that were affecting me down and I felt lighter as the sessions went on and I remember being so anxious before every therapy session because I didn't know what would come to the surface because I never like thought okay today I'm going to talk about this or whatever I was just like okay it kind of was a springboard like somehow it came up eventually and I had a brilliant therapist she was great she was so holistic in the sense of she kind of integrated Hinduism and like the spiritual aspect of life into therapy and developing tools to manage the things I was struggling with. So much so that by the end of my therapy sessions, because I think I ended around maybe like May, I felt like I no longer needed the therapy sessions because I'd I had all of these tools in my toolbox and I think that's what therapy gives you it gives you a tool like the tools because we have the toolbox we know the grounding we know what we're dealing with well most of us I can't speak for everyone um, most of us self-aware girlies we have the toolbox itself but we need to build the tools um, and put them into practice and so therapy was so great for that um, and I felt like it made the world of difference like I just felt like I was the lightest I've ever been and the happiest I've ever been in a really long time um, I'm not gonna say that the year the beginning of the year especially was easy because it wasn't and there were definitely waves of grief and waves of 
mourning and when i when i say that i mean mourning the person i used to be like the version of myself that did exist last year and the year before that and so forth um and i mourned people that i'd lost and and things that have happened to me and the thing is with grief and that's something i realized along with this journey you just have to let it pass like it will wash over you and it will be heavy and it will be overwhelming and it might drown you but when you come up for air on the other side of it you're like i survived i did that and it's just constantly experiencing it feeling it letting it go until it comes around again because that's what life is you know it's loving and then letting go and then feeling and letting go and um that was the first half of the year for me like the entire theme of my life this year was let go and as someone who used to think that was so overwhelming and i'd never be able to do it and it would incapacitate me i have really learned to let go and i don't think i mean it in a very permanent sense i don't think i'm capable of permanently letting things go but i think i kind of know how to navigate the waves better and so when i think of letting go i think of a wave and my life is kind of a wave in the sense of the ebbs and flows that happen in it and i i think relating to the ocean and relating to being almost you know like experiencing the motions of emotions and events and circumstances in terms of things that are going to pass and things that are going to go backwards and forwards and are somehow still constantly present has really like been the essence of what I've had to learn this year and so letting go has been the theme song and I've spoken about it before I'm sure like no doubt and in the first half of the year I think what I experienced and what I kind of concluded was that I wasn't as heavy as I had been told I was or my brain was telling me I just needed to put things down you know I needed to breathe and let myself live life and I really did live in the first half of the year I went to Cape Town for like 2 weeks um and that was great because Cape Town Cape Town is such a bitter sweet kind of experience for me because the last time I was there I was in the midst of a terrible breakup and like terrible grief and terrible just things were not looking great I was just in a very dark space and um so I got to confront that I think after kind of you know taking it in slow doses that was my full dose of that and I I learned how to navigate grief long after you know the passing of a person or the mourning has act, like the main mourning has taken place um and that was great and then also it was very sweet because Cape Town's my city it's where I thrive it's what i see if i was a city cape town would be me because there's just so so many different facets and aspects to it like it can be touristy it can be beachy it can be calm there's like cute coffee shops and lovely nightlife and this beautiful city that has so many mysteries to be uncovered and i kind of see myself in that way like expansive 
that's the word it's expansive and so for me it represents everything i i want to be in in the sense of being free and being bold and being all expansive and and always learning so cape town was glorious because i got to live out my best single life which i originally wanted to do when i went there and it was great because i i got my self-confidence back um i had been on this working out journey like leading up to that so it was nice because i just got to integrate all the various aspects of my life i will say that um throughout this year something that's been like really really difficult for me is my body image and my relationship with food and my body and i will speak about this on another episode but like i've been dealing with this demon for so long that i kind of think i've rode the waves but this year i will say that my eating disorder had me in a chokehold and it was an error that I experienced. It's it's happening still, but like it's an error and it's a part of who I am. And I think I've just had to learn how to be more than the surface and to not look in the mirror all the time, to give myself affirmations, to be my own best friend, I think. Um, and so that's kind of helped in a small way. But I'll speak about that on another episode and that was part of the era and then i think in the beginning of the year i was really really focused on routine and that's why my depression and my anxiety was at an all-time low because i had started to journal i'd started to exercise i'd started to eat what i wanted to but in moderation i'd started to be a really good friend to the people around me to show up to learn how to navigate boundaries which was something I learned in therapy. I became a boundary girl because I had no boundaries before this. I was a people pleaser, but like to my own detriment as most people pleasers are. But in the same regard, like I had to learn boundaries for my own sanity because I needed to fill my own cup. And the first half of the year really was that for me. I was was doing everything I, I said I would and navigating how I am, you know? and refinding myself and that was a beautiful era it was a an era of healing and self-discovery for me um and i'm really really glad that i got to experience it and then my second half of the year which i started sic which is very intense and very workload heavy academically and stuff like that so I think for me that adjustment was it was a great adjustment actually it was a smooth adjustment like i didn't feel it initially and then I felt it all at once but um I think the second half of the year for me was about climbing just climbing or if we're staying with the ocean analogy that I spoke about earlier I just had to keep swimming so the first third of the second quarter was family medicine and something I had to learn in that era was separating everyone else's emotions from my own now this is something i don't know how to do i've never known how to do it it's something that is really really difficult for me because i'm such an empath i've always been you know and i i just think i've never been able to 
feel someone else's emotions and put them down because they kind of stay with me uh just because i also let people in like i have in the past i still do and so being in family medicine something i learned was how to well i had to learn was how to put others emotions outside of my own because i'm sensitive i'm very sensitive to energies and emotions around me i'm a sensitive person and i had to learn very quickly that i can't be crying around patients and i can't be overly emotional and i have to put it aside and then go home and deal with it like it has to be kept separate and i can feel emotions it's not that i mustn't be emotionless it's just using it to my advantage in practice so like being kind being being graceful saying things and giving information in a way that allows patients to feel seen and heard but also not letting my emotions get in the way of treating a patient because I can't be crying in the middle of a consult when a patient comes to me sobbing their eyes out because of some personal thing that's going on at home that I'm mad at the system for allowing you know um so I had to very quickly learn that and I will say for all the girlies who are empaths well not just girlies I'm using that as a gender neutral term um for all those of you who struggle with separating um especially as an empath there is something that I learned in therapy um that kind of helps and if you're into meditation I recommend it but what I do is I see myself as this glass cube okay like a glass cube and I, I let all the light in um but I also reflect it like I don't absorb it so I let all of the energies come towards me I choose what I want to let in and what I don't and then I reflect the rest cuz then I become untouchable to the other energy and if you see yourself in that like in a physical sense deflecting negative energy or not allowing specific emotions in or specific types of energy I think it changes your life because I went from being hyper emotional and very vulnerable to not being almost like an a wall but being more at peace with what I let in and what I didn't and how emotions like how I let emotions affect me and how I didn't and uh, obviously I'm far from perfect I'm working on it and there's a fine line between me doing that and dissociating which I literally do all the time um <laughs> no like jokes aside I dissociate a lot of the time and I know it's a trauma response but there's a fine line and i'm working on it and it's just something that i found really useful on a day to day so that was family medicine the hours were long um but i think i kind of like it was easier for me to eat healthily and focus on my well-being when the work like the academic like studying wasn't so difficult and then there was peds i think peds was the worst seven weeks of this year for me personally um I it was around the time of August, September as well, which is when I have my yearly depression. I have seasonal depression and I think it's based on trauma that's happened like my body has a physical like stored response to it. But every year without fail August my August depression comes around and it's bad. 
this year it wasn't the worst it's ever been i can't lie i won't i won't say that it was like terrible but it was bad and um i think that also made the eating disorder worse it made having a routine difficult it made not exercising feel like so much of a bigger thing um and it also brought a lot of anxiety to to the surface so i was also a hot anxious girl this year which is great one of my errors hot anxious queens we love you um and i had to learn how to navigate that while being in a work setting and just putting that shit aside and doing the job um anxiety will incapacitate you and that's something i've learned and especially right at the end of this year like my anxiety had me in a chokehold it still sometimes does um but like you have to let yourself be aware of it and you have to find small little things that kind of make it a little bit easier and that's what i did um i would chew gum on the way to work because it was a distraction and then i would get the work done and i wouldn't be focused on like the millions of thoughts going through my mind and the imposter syndrome that i had in the hospital um because peace is really difficult it was so difficult it was academically challenging the workload was insane i just was drowning um and by the end of the week 7 i just thought to myself i don't deserve to be here and i would walk into the hospital and i would be like i don't deserve to be here i don't want to be here because i don't deserve to be here and i had to keep affirming to myself that i made it this far and i do deserve to be here and i do know how to manage patients and i might not know everything but i know i know enough to save a kid's life um and it's it's so difficult being in medicine because imposter syndrome is a real thing but if you just take it a day at a time genuinely you have a schedule for yourself you have like anxiety relieving activities so like for me my gum ritual um tutoring in the afternoon as a, an escape taking 2 minutes to like meditate or pray which i wasn't doing and that's why i was in shambles but i learned those things and i learned how to navigate my anxiety better and um i also had the worst gastro of my life like the worst gastro of my life but i made it um and at the end of that block i think i just wanted to promote and i did by the grace of god <laughs> um and so in my head it was a nice way to tell myself you do belong here you know you just des- deserve to be here you aren't an imposter you are intelligent enough give yourself the grace that you need to and so while i was in a hot anxious girl era i also learned to be as i was saying i also think it was my era to be graceful with myself and to learn how to give myself grace which has been a theme song throughout the year but i think especially recently um and i made it you know i also think i was in this era of wanting to be very much a lover girl and give love in any way shape or form and i don't mean romantically i mean i just was a vessel for love and i had been storing so much love and working through so many of my issues 
that on a subconscious level i didn't realize i was ready to share that love with the people around me and i was more available as a human being and i grew into myself and i after experiences i i realized that i am a lover it's who i am at my core i want to to be loved i want to give love i want to share and that was a big era for me this year like coming full circle and like healing so many of the little wounds enough to get to a point where I'm like I'm ready to give love again you know I'm ready to be loved again I'm ready to let someone in or let people in because I don't mean in a romantic way I mean love in love's form platonic whatever form love you know and then there was obzengaini which was the last 7 weeks of the year and I questioned a lot. It was my questioning era. I I think once again I was a little bit mentally ill. But I think I was doing a lot better. Like I had started to enjoy the work that I was doing, enjoy the learning, enjoy the things that I'd been doing in the hospital and feeling like okay, I'm competent again. And calls were crazy. There were like 8 8 calls in the space of 7 weeks, which is insane. um and they were tiring i was so tired all the time but i was hopeful because for the first time i felt like the end is coming it's not going to be forever and i was in the era of thinking no matter how shitty something is no matter how bad a day is it's temporary it's going to be over it has to come to an end because as sad it is as it is like cuz something really good that happened to me for the first time in a while came to an end during this time and as sad as endings are and as temporary as good things are the bad things are temporary as well and that's been the theme song of my life because everything is temporary at the end of the day like once again full circle with feeling and letting go let go let go because nothing is there forever There's an impermanence in this life, but it's hopeful because if you're having the worst period of your life, it's going to come to an end. Something good has to happen. Um and so that was the theme song. It was just being in a state to accept that and being the the wave once again and going with the ebbs and the flows and just setting free a lot of the trauma that I had and a lot of the the th- the the baggage um and it was kind of f- full circle in a way cuz something happened that made me realize that some of my wounds aren't completely heal- healed and like I do still have a little bit of a self esteem problem but I have this toolbox now to navigate it and so I don't feel like it's going to incapacitate me every time I'm two steps backwards because I know how to get forward again and so the stage that i'm in now and the era that i'm in now is being free and i realized that after something happened to me where i was too much for a certain group of people and i was painted out to be this horrible horrible terrible human being and i did wrong i know i had flaws i know lines were crossed however i think my body physically reacted to me not being seen in the specific group setting 
or in this event and I no longer want to accept things that don't make me feel safe. I think I felt so unsafe and so vulnerable because of things that have happened to me, like the emotional, like emotionally abusive relationship, like trauma from my childhood, um, losing friendships and people that I care about very dearly. Like I have, I had the sense of in, like no security, and so I'm not allowing myself to be in spaces that don't see me, that don't hear me, that don't understand me, that don't know me that actually want to spread negative vibes in general. I'm not allowing it in. It's about boundaries once again. And, and so I've, I've learned now, the stage that I'm in right now, is the importance of putting in boundaries between me and people who don't make me feel seen and loved. And at home, I've done it in small ways where I stand up for myself when I don't agree with the viewpoint or the actions or I have a differing opinion and I've stood up for myself and so I have boundaries I might not be perfect I have lots of anxieties my eating disorder is killing me a little bit I have days where I'm moody and angry at the world because it's so difficult to be seen and to be heard and to be fighting all the time but I know I'm a fighter and I'm gonna fight nonetheless until the fight has been won because it's all about believing in what you can do and the difference you can make and by putting in my boundaries by letting go of good things bad things by being almost this energy force field that like allows certain energy in and certain energy out I think the stage that I'm in right now is healing and it's so freeing to me because I feel like sometimes I I get very lost and I get very confused and I feel like I'm drowning and things feel overwhelming but at the core of who I am I've never lost track of what I want to do and who I want to be and that's love personified and and I love a girl I'm a lover girl and I'm I'm loud and I'm too much and I'm I'm crazy sometimes but that's who I am and I know myself because at my core I'm willing to do the work I'm willing to try I'm willing to apologize for the things I've done wrong I'm willing to change I'm willing to be flexible I'm willing to put in boundaries more than anything I want to pour into the things that point to me and so as the year comes to a close and I've done this like wrapped version of things that have happened and like the big things that I've experienced I want to say thank you to everyone who shaped me in some way I want to I want to give thanks to the experiences all of them the good the bad the ugly the people that I've allowed in that have hurt me and I've learned the people that have been there for me and been my rock everything in between has shaped me in a way that I'm grateful for and I cannot wait to take this toolbox and this mindset into next year. Um, And it it makes me feel like as much as there might be this entire sense of no control and chaos, um, I could definitely find peace and stability because I think 
the thing that I want 2023 to be for me is peaceful. Just full of love, full of support, full of peace. And that's all I want. That's it. Not much else, just that. And so um, I'm proud of everyone in my life. I'm proud of myself. And I can't wait to see what next year is going to bring because I'm finally free. You know, free in who I am, free in what I want free in the things I want to achieve free in the people that like in the relationships that I have because I know where I stand with people and I have so much clarity um I'm just free you know in my sexuality in my view on the world in everything and I'm so grateful and if you've listened this far thank you because I'm gonna give you bonus content and kind of do a wrapped my talking stages they've been a lot they've been a lot but like we're gonna do some stats because i saw it on tiktok so this year how many people did i speak to i spoke to four people i think four people and surprisingly i think none of them were i don't know I had a lot of ups and downs when it came to the four talking stages because I learned so much about myself and my availability levels. Like I went from being completely emotionally unavailable for the first two to being more open and available in the third one and not being entirely seen but because of things that were out of my control to the last one kind of being my best friend. Um, and me allowing myself to be open but also being mad at myself for being open and the conclusion that I've come to is that I would love to be single for the rest of this year I want to figure out what I want because I think a lot of the the ups and downs came from me not knowing what I wanted and being scared and traumatized so I will focus on what I want for the rest of this year i'm going to focus on healing myself my body my mind and then we'll see i kissed maybe six or seven seven people this year they weren't all strangers glad to say it i what did i do i think i stopped self-sabotaging as much like i know i went through a phase that i did like self-sabotage a lot of good things especially like relationships um and then i realized i don't need to because i am deserving of good things so i want to tell everyone uh at the end of that little wrapped segment that you deserve good things too next year you're gonna kill it the rest of this year you're gonna thrive you're gonna heal you're gonna have everything you wish for and more you're gonna be surrounded by abundance and joy and prosperity and thank you all for listening and i hope to see you in a couple of weeks and hopefully there's no chaos and i'm still in pursuit of stability